Welcome to the Train With Abs podcast where I talk about everything fitness, nutrition, mindset, health, mental health, business, you name it, we talk about it. I'm going to be releasing a new episode every single Monday so make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to it depending what your viewing is on so that you can make sure to never miss an episode. You probably will know me from my Instagram, which is abs underscore eats with three S's. I have my YouTube and TikTok as well if you want to head over and follow those if you don't already. And my business, Train With Abs, which has its own Instagram account with that handle as well. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Any suggestions I'm always happy to take. Just feel free to message me them on Instagram and enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So today I'm going to do a bit of a review, critique, explanation of TikTok trends or more specifically fitness TikTok trends. Um, I think there's so much stuff going around and I think there's definitely kind of a good side to it, it all and there's definitely like an annoying potentially negative side to it all so I'm not going to talk so much in terms of nutrition or the diet culture stuff because I think that's all pretty self-explanatory maybe I'll bust some myths on that in another podcast today I'm going to focus on the exercise side of things so I want to talk about 12 330 I think that's the right way around it's got those numbers in anyway um using the stairmaster to grow your glutes grow your glutes can't talk so grow your glutes and abs does it do that does it not I'll explain um Walking 10k steps a day, I don't think this is just a TikTok trend, but it's obviously everyone's like, oh, I'm getting my steps in, I'm closing my rings, so I'll come to that. Um, and then also talking about, you know, the trend of people kind of going against resistance training and or saying, like, if you are going to do it, then you have to do light reps, high, uh, light weight, high reps to tone. If you do heavy weights, then that's for bulking up. Um, and that's like almost like a quote of a comment I've seen. Someone said, you know, if you... You, if you do heavy weights you're bulking up if you do light weights you're toning which is hilarious to me but anyway so I'm going to go through them all I'm going to explain kind of what they are for anyone that doesn't have TikTok or just hasn't come across these things um, some of them are pretty self-explanatory but still I'll explain what they people claim they do I'll explain what they actually do and then you can make up your mind for yourself if you're going to do them or not all of these things are not harmful you could do any of the four things I've mentioned and they would probably have some positive benefit to you which is great but the thing that I'm kind of critiquing a bit more is the claims that people make and the reason why I'm critiquing these claims is because everyone is now apparently an expert especially on TikTok and it's the way that people wear things that really gets on my nerves because they'll they will claim things that literally go against the science that's been proved over and over and over again in several studies and they'll use the words definitely this is a fact and like if anyone goes against it then they'll kind of say that this person's wrong etc so that's the reason why it winds me up not because people are misinformed but because they're spreading the misinformation as if it's fact as if they've done the research whereas in reality they just saw someone else's viral tiktok and and blah 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 so let's start with 12 3 30 again apologies if i've got the numbers the wrong way around i think that's right though so essentially it is walking on a treadmill in its most simple form um, but basically the idea is that you have the incline on the treadmill on 12, level 12. The thing is I think this can actually be different on different machines though, different treadmills if you put the incline up it, it they go up in different increments even though it says 0.5 but anyway. So incline of 12, uh, speed of 3 and then for 30 minutes. So they're claiming that this 12 through 30 is like a magical fat loss tool. If you do this, then you're going to lose a crazy amount of fat. I, I guess they mean if you do it a couple of times a week. Um, and that's the claim. And so then everyone does it and everyone goes, oh my goodness, like I've lost so much fat. So 
there is some fact to this but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for everyone and it's a lot same with a lot of these claims they may have worked for someone but that's going to be for certain reasons not because any of these things are magical so um the 12 through 30 the walking on the treadmill it can help you to lose fat it's the same as when i'll come to the steps in a minute if you are doing more activity than you normally do that may push you into a calorie deficit so say normally you literally like sit down all day like a hermit like we all do oops and uh, and don't move and that's what you've always done um and you have you know you're probably sitting on the lower end of your maintenance calories whether you're tracking or not if you then end up walking on the treadmill at a decent pace and a decent incline for 30 minutes five times a week that is what two and a half hours more exercise than you normally do so if you're eating maybe on the lower end of your maintenance and you do that, then you might get pushed into a small deficit and you might actually see these changes with your body. There's also things that ch- might change that aren't to do with fat loss. Maybe uh, doing that bit of movement might help with your digestion. Maybe it might help if you feel quite bloated and have a lot of water retention. So the change that people also see might not actually be, it might be change, but it might not be fat loss. It might also be some of these changes that I've just mentioned. Or, as I said, if they are pushed into a small deficit or if they've changed their diet at the same time, which is obviously also quite likely because I think sometimes it goes hand in hand when someone has picked up a new hobby to do with their exercise, they suddenly pay more attention to their diet. If they pay attention to their diet, they're more likely to do the exercise, you know, whereas same as if one falls off, the other one tends to fall off. So my assumption would be also they're suddenly like, oh, I'm doing this new 12 through 30. I'm that girl. I'm going to make my green juices, you know, because it's a trend, because it comes along with all these kind of fitness, that girl kind of trends. The likelihood is they've probably changed some other things in their life as well. And it's not just the difference of doing 12 through 30. They're now just drinking green smoothies and probably eating less uh, calories than they were previously. So that's kind of another big thing. Um, But yeah, what what can it do? Like I said, it, it can help you lose fat in those circumstances. But equally, if someone is eating in a calorie surplus or at maintenance, which is adjusted for the fact that they do this 12 through 30 thing, they're not going to have fat loss. They're not. If they're eating more food than their body needs or their body utilises, they will probably gain fat rather than lose. So again, I'm not saying if you do it, you'll gain fat, but it just depends on so many factors other than the fact that they're doing 12, 3, 30. So do I think this is harmful? No. Um, do I think it's a problem? No. Do I think it could help some people lose fat? Yes. And it's not extreme. It's literally 30 minutes on the treadmill. As long as you're not going mad and doing like four times a day every single day, doing that like three times a week really isn't a big deal. But claiming that it's this magical fat loss tool and the fact, you know, it's they, the way they all word it is as if that combination of numbers is magic. It's like a lot of these kind of supplements. I think people are getting a bit more wise about these things now. But, you know, the kind of fat burning pills, the fat burning tea, etc. I think one of the main problems with it is that it's just claimed that this thing is magical the numbers aren't magical you know you could do 12 through 30 yes but you could also do 5 5 20 you know and, and still have fat loss um so it's not that the numbers are magical or anything like that it's just you are probably doing more exercise than you were previously you are potentially paying more effort pay more attention to your diet than you were previously you probably have ended up maybe in a calorie deficit or you're sorting out maybe your digestion and and things like that so that's kind of the 12 3 30 the other thing as well that maybe kind of 
contributes to some misconceptions is people talking about well I'm working in the fat burning zone etc which essentially is kind of claimed to be about 70 to 80 percent of your maximum heart rate this is something that's been disputed anyway um, so I'm not going to go into that too much but also it's one of those things again if even if people prove things it's taken out of context so yes they may claim they're in the fat burning zone but equally if they did a shorter amount of activity but higher intensity they will probably end up using the same amount of energy overall anyway and if that's actually pushed them into a larger deficit then they'll actually lose fat doing the other things so it's just about kind of putting the sensible head on realizing yes isn't magical but it's it's fun it's catchy it's trendy it's very accessible to well anyone that can get access to a treadmill but you could even do that walking up a hill if you live somewhere that's hilly um and why not if it's going to encourage people to do some more walking then i don't think it's something that's harmful as long as it's done carefully so that's my opinion well not even my opinion but that's the facts on 12 through 30 and it's just a trend you know everyone will do it for a bit and then this time next year no one will do it or a couple of people would have carried on but you won't see anything about it so that's also something to remember it works it's spread the reason why everyone does it is because it's something that's catchy and something that can go viral not because it's magical okay so next one stairmaster so many claims that the stairmaster grows people's glutes and gives them abs I'll sort out the abs bit first. So essentially the reason why it could give someone abs doing Stairmaster five times a week is again because potentially it's pushed them into a calorie deficit or maybe because they're doing the Stairmaster they pay more attention to their food or maybe they spend that extra time in the gym so they don't have as much time to eat as much food, something like that. Um, it's pushed them into a deficit and they are genetically disposed to have abs that are visible when they're at a low, lower body fat. Not because doing this air master is going to grow your ab muscles into these huge things that stick out all the time it's because for whatever reason either down to doing more activity or down to other things other factors as well they have lost some fat and then their abs are more visible so that's that side of things can the stair master grow your glutes no it's not going to grow your glutes to grow muscle you have to have sufficient resistance it also takes a hell of a lot of time to grow muscle as well um you know maybe if someone's doing it in conjunction with resistance training maybe they're building muscle during their resistance training maybe they're having fat loss overall if they're brand new to the gym they're having both at the same time and that's why they feel that both has happened um but especially for people who are more advanced as well with training you are not going to be building muscle by being on the Stairmaster, you know, it's hard to build muscle, especially even if you're using very heavy weights, it's very, very difficult. Um, and some of the claims that people are making are just not backed by anything other than anecdotal evidence, which probably isn't very true anyway. You know, a lot of what you see online is what people want you to see. Um, and I know everyone to some extent believes that, but I, I, I really kind of had my eyes opened recently as to how much people fake things, both in terms of their body, but also what they claim they do around food and the, the evidence that they show and what they actually do. So it's very interesting. And uh, yeah, it's not, that's not, yeah, you're not gonna grow your glutes by being on the Stairmaster is what I'm trying to say. So is it gonna be harmful for someone to be on the, on the Stairmaster? Well, I would say yes and no. I, I would say no overall. I think the amount that people are suggesting people do it is not good. Some people are saying, you know, do it every single day for 50 minutes or something. Or there's a train going around, everyone's like, you know, jump on the Stairmaster for 120 minutes. Not really great to be doing this all the time. 
it's obviously a bit higher intensity than some other forms of cardio and you can overdo it and you get the people who like there are so many people who are genuinely going to believe this and you know really want to change their body composition so in turn what they'll do is spend every single day on the stairmaster for a very long amount of time so again you can't control other people's actions it's up to us to be sensible with what we do i understand that but saying yes it's fact that it grows your glutes and gives you abs because it happened to me when actually there are so many other factors that have probably made that happen if it even did happen to this other person because you have to remember also if these people are going viral that benefits them they have probably you know if they've got 1.2 million likes on a video of them going up stairmaster which took them two seconds to make and then they make a whole series on that they've then gained what 100,000 or even more followers they've got a load of money from doing that they probably pick up a couple of sponsorships why would they not claim that that's true you know and then someone sees someone else do it and it's like that with social media everyone just copies everyone nobody bothers to actually check if something is genuinely correct or not and there are far more studies that prove that what these claims give are wrong and there are none to prove that that's right other than what some girl said on tiktok who you know probably had a bbl anyway so just something to think about so you know, is it going to kill you going on? Well, it might feel like it's killing you going on the stairmaster. It's quite difficult. Um, but, you know, it's fine if you want to add in a bit of extra cardio, but don't expect it to do things that it's not going to do. 10K steps a day is the next one. Um, and pretty straightforward. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Sorry, there was a dog barking outside, so I thought I would close my window. Um, yeah, pretty straightforward. Just essentially doing more steps in a day going for more walks in a day um claims generally just that it is you know magical and, and helps you in terms of fat loss and it can it can when people are doing dieting phases unless there's a reason they can't i will give them a step target just to keep their activity levels up it's a nice way to yeah tick something off make sure that you're active um especially if your goal is fat loss and it can help you to stay in a deficit so it's not that the number ten thousand is magical it just means you know it's a substantial amount of exercise it's over an hour for most people maybe an hour and 20 an hour and 30 depending how fast you walk um so yeah it's just it just means that people are going to be more active and people like to have something to tick off you know rather than just like oh, I went for a walk oh, I got in my 10,000 steps a day so that's it's not going to be harmful to do 10,000 steps a day it's probably quite good for us to do 10,000 steps a day but equally if you did 9,000 yeah it's not going to be a big deal and I think where it comes to be harmful for some people is that they I've seen it so many times people believe that they have to do this every single day otherwise they're going to gain fat reality of it is they're not going to do that at all and sometimes I'll even do things with some of my clients and I'll I'll make them do 9,000 steps a day is that going to make any difference, you know, them doing 1,000 steps a day less? No. And they're still being really active. They're still doing over an hour of walking every day, which, you know, for people who are really busy, that's quite difficult sometimes to make time for that on top of training. So they're still doing a huge amount of activity. It's not really going to make any difference. But that for them is really scary to go below this 10,000 calories, uh, sorry, 10,000 10, calories a day. Imagine that. 10,000 steps a day. It's scary because it's like, well, you know, I thought I had to do 10,000 steps every single day. So you don't have to do that. But if you would like to do it, as long as you remind yourself that it's okay, if you have days where you don't do it, if you're ill, if you're injured, if you really just don't fancy it, if you've got social plans, you don't have to do your 10,000 steps a day. But if you'd like to use it to help you in your fat loss journey, then you can do so. Or not even for that. If you like to be active, if you like to have numbers and like things that you can quantify to tick off, 
go for it. But if you notice that you're becoming a bit obsessive about it, then you know you need to kind of address that separately. So the last one is uh, you have to use light weights and high reps to tone. If you use heavy weights, then you are going to bulk. This is not true, and this is yeah annoying you can there's been studies also there's one recently that came out that proved that you can actually gain a significant amount of muscle with lighter weights obviously the caveat to that is that it has to be an appropriate intensity so probably reps are going to be have to be relatively high and and once you go past a certain amount of reps you end up going for more endurance than building muscle um but you can still build muscle with lighter weights it's all relative and what lightweight is for someone else you know doesn't mean the same for the next person but toning to tone like toning isn't a thing in terms of you know your body's aesthetic or or muscle you're not toning your muscles that means nothing that's just kind of like a buzzword for fitness plans and things so if anyone tells you oh yeah I want to tone you know you can say that doesn't mean anything tell me what you actually want to do so essentially I think when people talk about toning they are referring to often having a relatively lean physique so maybe having some fat loss but having some shape having some definition I think also there's a really big misconception about how big you can get because I I think especially online on things like TikTok you see two extremes you know you see people who are either kind of I'm anti weight training blah 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 and they're very 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 thin and then you have the people who are like you know the gym girls but they are sizable you know they have re- like and they have a significant amount of muscle mass maybe they also have a relatively significant amount of fat mass as well because they're choosing to be in a surplus so yes if you are choosing to be in a calorie surplus to optimize building muscle you might gain a little bit of body fat with that how much you gain is kind of your choice and your choice in terms of how big of a surplus you want to be in um but yeah that happens and and that's okay but equally I think people don't realize like to build any shape to build any muscle you need to push yourself um to an appropriate intensity but the muscle itself is not going to be huge like all these people who are in the surpluses as well if they then do a cutting phase which lots of them do they lose the body fat they actually end up with this kind of toned physique that everyone's after so I think it's just an understanding that that means building muscle and losing fat there's no if you pick up a lightweight versus a heavyweight yes one might help you build muscle and the other won't but this you're not doing any magical toning you're just probably kind of I don't want to say wasting your time because there's definitely a time and a place for doing light weights and low intensity like you know depending on someone's status with an injury or how their body is or getting used to exercises like there's definitely a time and a place so I'm not slamming I'm not saying you're wasting your time if you go and you're not doing like 3,000 kilograms in the gym that's not true but if we're just talking about changing your body composition and what is optimal you need to just be pushing yourself to an appropriate intensity working close to technical failure with the weight that you're using and that could be a light or a heavy weight depending on your ability and depending on the rep range, the order of the workouts, the volume, etc. So my main point is toning isn't a thing. <laughs> and, and if someone tells you that, you know, again, lightweights magically do one thing and heavyweights magically do the, another, that's not true. So just some things to think about. Um, you know, it's all a bit of fun with social media and I think it's great that it encourages people to be more active. That's awesome. And especially when there's good information shared that makes people more confident to go to the gym. I love that. Um, but there's just so much misinformation on there. So you just take everything with a pinch of salt. If you are 
trying to understand how to get into the gym or you're trying to understand something my I would say you know just try and go to reputable sources find a couple of good people online who genuinely know what they're talking about and can actually back it up find a good personal trainer there's lots of bad ones um and yeah just make sure that the information that you're getting is correct and then the rest of the stuff you know look at it for fun if you fancy trying out any of these things go for it why not but i think just understand what it's going to actually lead to with the outcome have realistic expectations and uh, yeah just just take everything with a pinch of salt but i hope this has been an enjoyable podcast and i'll see you next week thanks for listening to this podcast i'll be back with another episode next monday please remember to subscribe to it and like it if you enjoyed and want to make sure that you don't miss another episode and remember to follow me on my social media channels i will leave the link to all of them in the description 